0: welcome to no compromises a peek into the mind of two old web devs who have seen some things this is joel and this is aaron recently i saw a tweet from the laravel man himself taylor atwell and uh it was it was an observation that many developers try to find the one true way to build a Laravel app. And it's, it's not specific to Laravel, right? Most, most developers would face this, but his advice was basically there isn't necessarily one true way. Um, Mm -hmm. So don't get hung up on that. Don't, don't fret about or, or, or change direction multiple times, trying to find the one true way. Just, just build something, see what it's like and decide for yourself what, what paths have are successful and, and what, paths led you to trouble and so Mm -hmm. it got me thinking as we work on you know a bunch of different projects with a bunch of different teams I've seen the same thing um where it's it's important to find your footing as to like well what is the way this team does something and trying to work in harmony with that
1: I think that's important too because it's this team, which is a bunch of individuals, not how would you? So sometimes you can make your case and say, I think it makes the most sense to do this this a certain way. But if you find yourself saying, ah, and doing it your own way anyway, I mean that's that's kind of a, a, a bad thing. It's yeah. what does a team find most effective together? I mean that's why you have a team right. as you're trying to be the most effective, the most efficient together.
0: Yeah. And and um one of the one of the challenges is sometimes when there's a difference of opinion, it it can get, you can get defensive. Like if somebody is questioning, well, why did you do this? It's easy to interpret that as like, you did it wrong, but that, that may not be why they're asking. I know, I know between you and I, we've worked on things together and I'll, I'll ask you, you know, why, why did you do this this way? And what's cool is you usually have a reason, which I respect. <laughs> um, but sometimes we do things and we don't really have a reason. it's just like, well, that's the way I've always done it. Or, I noticed that's how it was done in this other part of the same code base and I, I just didn't give it a second thought. I kind of followed that. So having those discussions, but remaining non-defensive is actually a really good way to grow as a developer.
1: Well, you you brought up an interesting uh, point, which is what's happening in other parts of the code base. Mm-hmm. Now, I think there is a good uh, idea to refactor and make things better and, and move forward, but at the same time, projects you know they sink or swim based off of consistency and so even though you might learn a new tool or a new technique or something like that i still think that you might still have to kind of do stuff the old way or quote the bad way uh, to stay consistent with your application now the the argument comes in where like well if i keep doing it the old way there's more i have to refactor Mm -hmm. that's true but it's more of the same pattern versus I learned something this month, then I change it. And then next month I learned something new. And then the next month, there's that new tool came out. Before you know it, you have four different ways of doing stuff, right. and then right. and then, if, then of course, the new guy comes in, um, picks the random worst example of mm-hmm. doing Always. it, and copies that. And you're like, what are you doing? It's like, yeah. well, that was an example in the code. I'm like, yeah. no, obviously don't pick that one with no context. <laughs>
0: Yeah, for sure. Um, and and so, you know, I guess one of the ways that is handy to try to reduce some of this friction, you can't do it perfectly through tooling, but, but there are tools that um, we've used on our projects. We like to introduce to new projects is some sort of style enforcement, because sometimes it's, it's bigger decisions like, well, where do I put this code or how, you know, do we use, um, events versus explicit actions or things like that. But Mm -hmm. a lot of these decisions are also just like, how should the code look? Um, So a style fixer or something that like right in your editor shows you like, oh yeah, we don't, we don't use braces on a separate line for this. We put it on this line. I I like that because it's just something I don't have to think about, especially if you move between projects and they're different, just listen to your tool and be like, okay, we do it that way on this project and nobody fights about it.
1: Yeah. And then some of those tools can make some of those changes for you automatically. Mm -hmm. Um, But uh, one caveat I'd put with that is just because a tool makes a change automatically doesn't mean that you're not responsible for it. Okay. Yeah. So um, I'm a huge fan of making the changes pre-commit or um, like while it's with your, while you have the code in your possession, Yeah. Um, you could use automated tooling. And then when you're pushing something out, to a certain place, all it is then is uh, standards checking, right. meaning that even if they found an issue as you're going to deploy it, it then rejects it. It doesn't try to automatically fix it yeah. because we don't know what those tools are going to do. We're reasonably yeah. certain, but we just we, we don't know hundred percent, right? No code is perfect. And so when you're using code to adjust code, you you need that human interaction, that human element in there just to you know just take a quick glance at it and be like, yeah, that was that was what I wanted.
0: Yeah, and, and I've 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 dealt with tools like you're describing where it does it as part of a pull request and it makes more commits. And it's just a little noisy too. It's a little frustrating. It's like, I'd rather do it locally and get it right than rely on some upstream thing that's gonna change it for me to make it standard. Like the standard is good, I get that. And it's good, to, like you said, to have a check and like warn you if you didn't follow it, but local tooling for sure, all the way. No No arguments for me there. So other than tooling though, I know you're a big fan of documentation. Have you seen documentation help to an extent with kind of this idea of this is how our team does it or this is the way that we found effective in terms of code structure or architecture, things like that?
1: Yeah, I've seen that sort of thing evolve over time with projects. And a lot of times that's in some sort of wiki tooling Mm -hmm. for the project too. So it's not necessarily part of the project. It's not documentation of the code specifically yeah. um, but it's like, hey, if you're gonna do this, here's the general process you might follow and that might be in a wiki and that might change you know you maybe sure. maybe you thought you're only going to use um, services and then turns out, oh, it turns out that w- we've been overusing services and so you don't necessarily change the code and you don't put a, a comment in the code saying, I wish I didn't do this. <laughs> you just change uh, your team's documentation and say, you know, now we should all refer to doing it this way. And also when new developers come in, they have a a place to kind of reference.
0: Yeah. Yeah, and it's not like every single possible decision can be captured in documentation, but the big ones, and especially if it's something that the team has hashed out, like document that decision so that it's not just gonna benefit the people involved in the conversation at that time, that it kind of becomes knowledge that the team can share. And especially when that new person joins the team, now they can read that documentation and get a sense of like, okay, this is
1: why we do certain things. Mm -hmm. I do have a question for you though. Mm -hmm. So part of this, as you kind of alluded to was um, personal opinion, Mm -hmm. Uh, when you get to a point where it's not like linting or code standard, and it's just a personal opinion, um, I think we should structure it this way or I think we should structure it that way. How do you resolve those types of conversations? I guess a part
0: of it is what I mentioned earlier: is to not try to make it personal, either as the person questioning something or as the person defending something. But I think a lot of it has to do with open-mindedness too—to not assume like my way is correct. Like, but like, hey, okay, so how would you do it differently? And then listen to those reasons. But honestly, like, some of it too is if you can't defend why it's good like some some things are sort of a gut feel and there's no like specific logical reason why this is objectively better but if you can't even explain a little bit of why you like doing it that, that way then then maybe to me that's a signal like ooh i i guess i can't really defend this i can't explain it i should be even more open to what my teammate is suggesting and um give it a shot or at least consider it
1: well, well let me make that question a little bit harder um, Okay. Uh, All right. you so so you can't dance around the answer uh, I know that you've been programming for, for quite some time uh, and you know you, you just know a lot. You've ran into a lot. You've made a lot mm-hmm. of mistakes. Uh, we all have, right? And, and so you build a, this knowledge, um, 20-some years of knowledge, um, and then you go into a project and you're working with a junior programmer. Okay. And you run into that where they think their idea is best because of their experience or reading a new article or something. And mm-hmm. then you come to it and say, "Well, for the, for this reason, my idea is best because I've ran into it before." When you really deep down know that you're right, but you know a team member is saying, "No, let's do it a different way." Even if you're both quote open minded, how do you how do you solve something mm-hmm. like that? Okay, so if I, if I'm hearing your
0: question correctly, it's not that um, I don't have a reason why i know it's right like i i can explain it it's just that the other person disagrees like so you're you're just at a fundamental disagreement both people yeah, you, think they have a valid state okay yeah you both well, have
1: reasons and in this case just for my example i'm saying that your your reasoning is maybe based off of they're both real reasons but you yeah. just feel very strongly about your reasoning because you've sure. been there before well on a, on a
0: team generally somebody is going to be in a position to make kind of final decisions but i, I would i instead of just relying on some arbiter or some boss to be like well this is this is the way we're going to do it especially if i'm that boss like i don't want to necessarily throw my weight around but some, i i guess there's also degrees of is this the hill i want to die on and <clears> if i feel strongly then maybe that is maybe that's the time to like you know pull the the card of authority or a, appeal to whoever the team lead is to make my case and have them rule in my favor. But maybe it's not something that really matters. Like, yeah, that bugs me. I don't think it's right. I'm pretty sure it's gonna bite us eventually, but it's not that big a deal. I for for team dynamics, I I might just uh let that one go.
1: Yeah, I think it's it's uh it's a area I've struggled in the past too. Yeah. Uh making like, you know, you're right. Is this the battle I want to have? Mm-hmm. Does it really matter? And um So one of the other ways I've kind of attacked that too is saying, uh, in the end saying, well, because of what I know and here are the risks involved, I just want everyone to know that this is a likely outcome of this, Sure, you know, X, Y, Z bad situation, but I'm willing to do it the other way. So for me, it's, it's almost like hands, not hands washing, but like, Mm -hmm. Hey, like not uh, I told you so is almost a strong thing too, but to say, this is what I predict will happen, but I understand that as a team to function, we need to go this direction. Yeah. Uh, so that way, at least we're prepared too of, of what might come down versus if you keep that to yourself or never really elaborate on what that means. Um, just, I know this is the right way to do it. Uh, there's yeah. no educational part of that.
0: Yeah. I, I guess that's a way of kind of, Gracefully backing out of the conversation whilst not giving up on your principles or not just like throwing your hands up and like, I don't care anymore. Cause that's, that's not a good attitude either. But I, I like that. And I think having that proof so you can come back and be like, I told you so is perfect. That's awesome. That will <laughs> make everybody on the team happy. But well, just, it, I get, I maybe told one, you so. Well, <laughs> one, one other thought I had while you were saying that is like a lot of times there's kind of two people maybe going head to head with different opinions, but the team is probably more than two people. So like your point of even just laying it out for the team as a whole, here are the pros and cons. Maybe the team as a whole will kind of come to a consensus. And that's where, if you don't agree with the consensus, maybe you just give in, kind of document it, keep it in mind if it does actually come back up in the future, and then gently remind people why, you know, kind of go back to that earlier conversation.
1: No, never give up, never surrender.
0: That's our motto. Die on every hill.
1: I was thinking the other day about what are some of the worst pickup lines or uh, ways that you've tried to get a date. And I, I, I know you're married, Joe, so um, <laughs> you're gonna have to think way back. But I think I'll share one of one of the embarrassing ones I had, and maybe maybe you can tell me something uh, as well. Uh, so. I know a lot, you know somewhat. I know something about tea, um, and uh, I was in the tea aisle of, of the local grocery store. So you know that already. That's a bad choice. Um, but okay. uh, I, I saw I saw a nice young lady there that I said, oh I want I want to chat with her, and so some book or something at some point told me if you want to find a girl in a, in a grocery store, ask her for some advice. All right. So I walk up to her and, and she's looking at the tea and I face her and and um, she looks at me, kind of smiles and I go to say something and then something weird happened to me, something that's never happened to me before in my life and, and never again since. It's just the worst thing that could possibly happen at that moment. She looks at me and smiles and I explosively sneeze right <laughs> in her face and she goes, what the... And I'm like, I'm sorry. And she goes running away. So now I know there's uh, a woman in this world that has a story that some guy walked up to me <laughs> in the grocery store and just sneeze blasted right in my face. And my oh. takeaway from that was, man, okay. I am just not great at, at picking up uh, women. What, was it a perfume or something? <laughs> she was no, I, have, I have no idea. It was just like, I'm like what? Uh, so this, you know, um. So, do you have any stories <laughs> that make me feel a little better I, about my life? I I do. I I have a story, but boy,
0: it's a totally different direction than that. Oh, okay. Um, no, I was just gonna say. Um, as you called out, I am married, but not only am I married, I've been mm-hmm. married since I was literally 19.
1: And oh,
0: wow. bonus points, my wife proposed to me. So that shows how much of a go getter I am. <laughs> So I, I could literally say, I don't think, I'm trying to think. I don't think I've ever contemplated like I want to go talk to that person and thought about it. So I have the wrong person to ask. I can give my children no advice on dating for this very reason. So I will send them to you, Aaron.
1: Do you need someone to come in and argue with your team about everything you're doing wrong? Well, we won't do that, but we can help. We
0: can share our experience to help your team find tools and processes that will make it better. Contact us for a free consultation on our website, nocompromises.io.